Technology Podcast. Brought to you live, but not really, but somewhat. Previously recorded. Previously recorded at some point. Brought to you by LST Incorporated. LST Incorporated is a proud sponsor of the Bladeology Podcast. Uh, they've actually been a long-term sponsor, but uh, on the on the hush, just waiting for the right moment to embrace anything that you need and all that you need to be done, because that's what they do when you need them to do it at that special time. Okay, um, how does it sound? Louder, quieter. Do I have to move it? Oh, that uh, sounds good. Like, like, uh, no, wait, it's not right. God damn it. Say yeah. something in Russian. Idinahoy. So I got a uh, wisdom tooth coming in, I think. Look at you, huh? Are you 12? What the fuck? Look at you, yeah. huh? Way back in the back there, top at, right. At, at this age, you should be taking them out, not coming in. Yeah, I don't know if it is or not, but it's like it's starting to peak. I can start to feel it. It's back Are there. You and it's sure that's, that's a wisdom tooth and not like your unknown genetically identical brother growing in your mouth? It could be. It could. I maybe have resorbed the fetus. Or AIDS. No. It's always yeah. a possibility. I mean, you never know. All the right. So we're going to jump into it like we do every week. Welcome to another episode of the Bladeology Podcast. Without fail, just jumping right into it. No intro. No intros for us, guys. No, just, just, just going to make it happen. This is Jeremiah Burbank from PVK Vegas. Mick Chuprin of NCC Knives. And Elijah Isham of Isham Bladeworks. All right. We're back on the cast this week. Um, after a, a little little time off, not that much time, and we're going to... We're going to catch up with everybody and kind of see where we're at. We haven't really done a What's in the Shop episode lately or almost ever. So oh, we're going yeah. to try to one, do that. So. We, did, we did one. We did, a, we did that one first time. Uh, Nick's, Nick's working on, on some knives. Uh, Elijah's working on stuff. And uh, I'm also doing things and other stuff. Uh, and then we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna hop on a guest here in a minute. Uh, Surprise guest. Maybe. Probably Probably, possibly not. Put a ninety-five percent chance of not happening. Nick, what t- tell us? Tell us what you've been up to after. Uh, I know Rob was down there, but what what are you working on now? Absolutely nothing. Now, um, so working on a lot of shit actually. Just finished up a batch of fourteen imps. Had posted us up for sale two days ago. Sale went really well. Also working on five. RC collabs that were sitting around from when Rob left that we didn't get to finish. And uh, four MK1Ss, three of them being carbon fiber scales and another one with some copper accents. Uh, a titanium one, though. And also prepping, slowly prepping other blanks for next week to start some USN knives. Uh, but it's a bunch of stuff working on right now. The bench, all the benches are fully stacked with parts. Dad's not working today and tomorrow, so he'll be back on Monday working the knives with me. Uh, it's been a while since I've had a shop to myself, so it's nice. That sounds pretty good. All right, so um, how, how overall did the uh, did the collab go with Rob so far? I mean, he was there for a bit. You guys were grinding pretty hard, right? It was absolutely awful. I thought he'll never leave. No, but um, he was here for about four weeks, so it was it was it was a hard month of work. So as I was saying. Like, for about a month, he was here. 
then my dad was here, so that was weird. I never really worked in the shop with three people. That was a pain in the ass. You got working around people because I'm still getting used to just one extra person being in here. Um, then he left. We, we made a bunch of knives. You know, we pretty much finished all the pre-orders and some extra except two orders because we worked on some before we started the pre-orders. Uh, but yeah, this trip was a success. Most our best trip yet. Um, he left here. I sent some knives with him and then uh, to work on for USN. Left some here. Last two orders and some for the USN as well. Um, planning our next project. We don't know if that'll be this year or the next year. We're still working that out. Uh, it's, mo- it's most definitely likely not going to be more RCs. Um, maybe something new. Maybe some DBMs. We don't know yet. But definitely working on something else from the success of this last trip. Uh... But once he left, yeah, I started. Well, I had the imps that I was working on before he got here. I just never got to finish them, so I had to do some final touches on those. Got a chance to do that over last week. Take some photos and get them posted yesterday and the day before. And then move on back to my stuff. But while he was here, I got to machine some parts for my for some of my knives. So should be having the pre-order for MK1s up before I leave for the USN. Okay, and that right. So you're you're coming to USN and you're coming hard. You're bringing you're bringing some um, some collaborations. Yeah, I'll be bringing some collabs to USN. This fall works well. Rob might not be able to make it to USN, so I'll just be proxying there. Just just collabs. I won't really have any of my stuff there. Um, we'll see. That's not finalized yet, but most likely I'll just be proxying there for for me and Rob. Nice. All right. So you're are you now are you in official show crunch mode or that's that's on its way? Because we still have no, like I, what, I, I eight gotta, weeks I, till USN. Yeah, like three months. Um, not really. Well, some of the knives on my bench are show crunch, uh, like show crunch. Not really, because uh, mostly everything on my bench is between like the seventy to eighty-five, ninety percent finish stages, and I'll probably end up selling those before the show next week. Because by Monday, hopefully everything on my bench should be done now that the imps are done. So about Tuesday, I'll be starting new stuff, and I won't be having any knives on the bench. It'll just be parts I'm working on. So probably Tuesday, I'll start show crunch. But I'm not really there yet. Still normal sleeping hours. Still feel human and alive. The sleep deprivation hasn't set in yet because I've been as a show crunch yet. Sleep deprivation tank what? Yeah, once I feel less human from lack of sleep, that's when it's like, okay, now I'm in show crunch. Nice. Show crunch. The line of denotation once you start yeah. not sleeping. Yeah, when once you start seeing random things pop up that aren't there, that's when it's like, oh, I guess the show's next week. Yeah, the shadow yeah. people and whatnot. Yep. The shadow right. creatures. Uh, Elijah, what about you? Are, are you coming to USN? Wow, that's some perfect timing. I just had to plug in my laptop. <laughs> okay, I was just scurrying around the house for two seconds there. All right, uh, USN, what's that? Uh, the Urban Survival Nation. Oh. Urban, urban no, I'm Security actually gonna, Nation. <clears throat> I don't think I'm going to be able to make that one, but uh, I will be at the Usual Suspects Network gathering uh, at the end of this month in Las Vegas, Nevada. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Um, okay, in all seriousness, uh, yeah, I'll be not there. Not a uh, are going there, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll, do, I'll be doing the meet and greet. Uh, you know, if you want to come meet me, uh, get a signature or whatever, just come say hi. Okay. All right. So you'll be you'll be there just um, doing what uh, you normally do, 
<laughs> just kind of. I love how I love how you did, you didn't ask me what's in the shop. Uh I guess I'm what's in the shop. Oh yeah, what do you work shop? On? Yeah, I got the proverbial shop. My shop is uh it's a couple thousand miles away and uh really? subcontractors. Okay. No, but anyways, um No, I got the uh the Black Star V two. Uh it's uh in the works right now. It's uh good to go. Production has begun, so those are probably gonna like make their way to dealers, and uh, I'm gonna have some available probably beginning of November. So I guess I'll just officially say it here: those are gonna be full titanium. Uh, the first run was G10 and carbon fiber. These are gonna be titanium and uh, like a shredded marble carbon fiber inlay, and they'll have two detents. A little stronger of a uh, a hold on that. The first one only had one, and uh, some people had some problems with it, like closing. Do the lock fail, and uh, there was an incredible yeah, amount of lock fail on those. The detent wasn't necessarily that strong, but these new ones yeah. are going to have two detents, so that should mitigate that problem. Double the pleasure on those. I like it. Yep. Stronger open and, and stronger close. Yeah, it's going to have four detent holes. Huh. Not one, but four. Wow. Yeah. So uh, now, you, I don't know if you want to talk about it, but I think you were kind of joking about doing something for the show, right? For USN? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, Is that yet to be determined? Of? Really? Yeah. Let's. I mean, let's think. Uh, I am flying to Philly this weekend. Huh. Uh, make of that uh, what you will. Um. You never know. There just may be something. There may be something to that. Yeah, might be something uh, happening for USN. Uh, yeah, you really want to talk about USN? I guess that is the next show. Um, yeah, I might be doing a collab with uh, the one and only John Gray. Uh, if we can make that happen, might huh. some kind of fixed blade thing, thingamajig for oh, uh, thingamajig for G11. We'll see what happens. I don't know. All right. I just tried to do the same in Portland with the uh, the Touch Boys, but that didn't really pan out like too great. <laughs> That's an ongoing process. It's going to take a lot longer than uh yeah, take a lot longer than I originally anticipated. Some some of these things need uh-huh. to brew for a while, you know, oh, yeah. percolate. Uh, and you, you know, know Bill, he's got a he's got a way about him. He he wants everything his way. Or yeah, huh. But no, I'll, uh, I'm going to try to... You just uh, don't realize what it takes into making a brand new design. No, it's just that Bill doesn't realize what I draw is what I want. <laughs> and the changing of it, you know, then after is a little tricky. It's oh, like, oh, you sorry. can't make that? You can't make we that? Are, like... we, are in chi- we are in China with multi-million dollar shops. Yeah. I specifically... Cut. You know, tried to do something that he could do by right, hand. Interdimensional lock bar cutouts and shit. Yeah, but then he's telling me, no, you're going to make the knife. I'm like, that's cool. I don't know. That, that's an ongoing thing. We'll see We'll see what happens uh, on down the road. But yeah, for USN, I might have some uh, collab things uh, for me and John. We'll see. I mean, that's kind of exciting. I feel like yeah. that's, that's a step towards uh, the ultimate form. Um, of putting um putting a piece of uh 
Hello? something to like a grinder. Oh my god! Oh my goodness! Speak of the devil. Speak of the devil himself. That's right. Welcome to hell. <laughs> that is the greatest soundbite that this podcast has ever gotten. It's true, though. So we uh, we've just added our special guest to the Bladeology podcast, uh, the infamous and famous uh, knife maker John Gray. Everyone, who's that? Yay! It's a round of applause. What's up, John? What are you doing? Uh, all right, I'm going to bed now. I'll talk to you guys later. Oh, God. all right. No, I'm just kidding. What are you up to? So uh, we're nothing. pretty much doing we're just... a "What's in the Shop" episode. We're just we're just talking about what we're what we're working on for the USN show. Uh, I'm working on these things called knives. What? What kind of knives? Yeah. Sharp ones? Uh, no, I prefer to make really dull ones. Just <laughs> kidding. No, uh, working on some of the uh, the gravitrons, gravity knives. Going to have some spoilers, some splitters, some couple blood shark holders, some fixed blades, and a few keepers. Very and uh, our collab knife, right, John? I don't know what you're talking about, Elijah. <laughs> Or collab yeah, thing. The, I'll thing. probably see you this weekend, I take it. Uh, just maybe. Yeah. Okay. It's a possibility. Around. How long are you going to be at John Shop for? Uh, we'll see. I don't know. Like, a good portion. He can stay at my house as long as he needs to. Or whatever. Yeah. You know? I'm going to move right. around a bit. I'm going to go to Jeff's for a little bit and maybe hit up Levon. We might head over to Jake's. I don't know. I'm going to figure it out. No, no problem. Cool beans. Just gonna yeah. scoot scoot around. Hey John, can you come pick me up at the airport at noon on Saturday? <laughs> I don't it's know. Not, about it on Saturday. It's not what we're doing Saturday, on the recording. Saturday might be tough. Thanks for the uh, the big Thanks for the heads up. I tried calling you like like forty <laughs> times while I was in Tennessee. Hit me up on the DL. Yeah. No, um, I'll figure I'll figure something out. That's no John, problem. tell us There's tell us a little really bit cool about thing I found out about lately. It's called Uber. No. Yeah. Like it's a great. ride sharing. Yeah. Yeah, it's a thing. Yeah. It exists. Uh-huh. Tell tell us about the Gravitron a little, little bit. What what for those those who are in the in the darkness on such the design. Do it do is explain. Front gravity knife. Uh, First of its kind. Simple. It's uh based on a really old uh style of knife called a gravity knife that's been around for well over a hundred years, but it's pretty reliable and if i'm correct i might be like the only guy making a modern day gravity knife and it's legal in a lot of areas where you can't have autos and uh it's fun it's 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 like a i mean everybody who picks one up and starts playing with it seems to really like it you know it's reliable it's it's cool it's different you know it's a modern my modern take on a uh old style gravity knife that's pretty awesome. I, I know I've handled one. They're, they're um, it's good fun. Honestly, I mean it. It's nice because the reliability is based on uh, gravity, which will never fail us. Hopefully, so deployment's never an issue. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, you know how how they work out, you know, up in the space station, but uh, I think they're pretty good. But you could probably use inertia to open it too, other than just gravity. So yeah, give it a little wrist flick. Little wrist flick, little action there. It'll, it'll, uh, it'll pop open. Is that something PVK could sponsor? Like, sign with the space, see if it functions. Totally do that, right? Gotta ask Jeremiah. 
Uh, yeah, no, totally. I'm going to green light that project. I'll go ahead and uh, give Elon a call right now, and, and we'll set that up for sure. That's that's not a problem. That would be cool. Slide right into those DMs. Get, get that Gravitron uh, orbiting Earth, no problem. Into orbit. In, into orbit. So you're you're show crunching for USN. You're making a. It sounds like a plethora um, of awesome knives and, and yeah, keepers. got a lot of stuff. Just just working on a lot of things right now. Just trying to wrap it all up. So hey, I, I, I like to backtrack. I'll come be shot, second. bitch, for you. Now, if you're holding the gravitron straight up in space and you hit the button, would it act as an OTF technically? Like, <laughs> would the blade come out? Like, just think, think about that. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, if it was floating, maybe, but you'd still have to, if you push the button and pull the handle down, then the blade would stay in place and slide up. So that's automatic at that point. It's it's pretty much like OTF. Like, Jeremiah, get on it. Well, maybe we see magnets in it or something. I don't know. Oh, the magnet auto discussion? Oh, boy. Magnetics. (laughs) It's the way of the future. We'll we'll get Elon to update us on the next episode. Yeah. We'll 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 pipe we'll pipe him in and get it uh get it all sorted out. Uh, tell us about the tell us about the folders you're making. What what do you got going on? I uh, just got some spoilers and some splitters and a couple of blood shark folders. I I have all the parts fairly pretty far along. I just gotta get to work on them this uh, next week. Should have at least a half dozen to uh, ten of them done for the show. Everything that's, goes right. that's pretty gnarly. All right, I know that that tracker Dan Blood Shark. That's that's hot stuff. Um, that's a pretty serious collaboration. Yeah, it's fun. I mean, I, I like doing it. Uh, it's it's you know my version of his fixed blade, known as the Blood Shark, and uh, you know it stays true to his shape. So you know it's it's very recognizable. Can someone explain to me? Like, I've never heard about Tracker Dan until you did the collab with him. Like, was he some like big known person in the community? Yeah, he's pretty well known. He went. He's a uh, instructor in from the uh, Tom Brown Tracker School. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with that? That I'm familiar with. Uh, oh. I, I had one of those tops make some. Yes, but I mean, he he was one of their instructors, and. Uh, and then he uh, went into the Navy where, you know, he uh, has some other experiences, interesting worldly experiences. So, uh, you know, he's a real life guy and uh, he's done a lot of cool stuff and uh, very knowledgeable. And he brings a lot of real world experience to uh, to knives and other gear. So, you know, he's uh, he's got a lot of information. You know, he's also a, a a frog man, if you know what that is. So, you know, hmm. for real, not uh, not just some guy who plays dress up. That's <laughs> stuff. He's the real. Not deal. one of the posers. He's a yeah. Far from a poser. Never was oh, a yeah. poser. Huh. So, yeah. You know, he. You know, knives are survival to him, along with other things, and uh, you should. Follow him on his Instagram or Facebook. He gives a lot of great information. You know, check him out. Look him up. Tracker Dan. Great. Like a, a proper use hard hard tool is, is what yeah, it is. It's I, not know, it's not something to cut a sandwich fancy, with. Not not bull crap. Real real life 
Real life. So not what we normally make. <laughs> yeah, not fantasy things. You know, so. Well, I mean, that, I mean, not to, you know, not in that way, but I mean, you sort of, some of your aesthetic is definitely knives that are designed for use. I mean, that's like. Yeah, um, no, I mean, I come from a hunting fishing background when it comes to knives and utility, not just artsy, fartsy stuff, even though I like a lot of really cool looking artistic stuff. You know, I mean, I'm also a knife collector, but I use them too, so. You know, I'm pretty open-minded when it comes to knives, but when I'm making something, I try to build it with an idea in mind. Right. You know, like purpose-built kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, like you know, things that have you know, give it a reason. You know, it has to have a reason to be made a certain way, not just make it to make it. Hmm. And I mean, even then, I've seen some of your what I would consider um, like dressier models. And I definitely think it, it should be noted. I mean, what you do to titanium and and the like tritone finished titanium I've seen you do, it's pretty impressive. So I mean, taking a material you know that's just ubiquitous in our industry and giving it a look that a lot of people wouldn't necessarily think of is also more of a challenge uh, for okay, you I, and and entertaining for the eye. No, I get that, but I mean, it's still in the end, it needs to be a, a functional tool. And right. You know, it's a functional tool first, and then it's uh, artistic second. You know, some guys are, you know, art artistic first, and then function second or third. You know, I mean, a knife, I think it's a knife. It should be a knife. If, I mean, if I'm building it, I try to make things that, you know, are functional. That's how so, I go. That, that sort of leads me to a question. The, the bark finish is definitely... That's your finish originally. Was that... Am I wrong on that, by the way? No, I think you're right. <laughs> okay. All right, just checking. I wanted to just lay that down for the record. Was, was that designed yeah, cosmetically? or similar stuff, but I think I coined it, and I, I didn't know it existed. I, it's something I came up with. Now, you know, what's old is new again. I mean, it may have been done on other things or similar, but it's pretty much my, my finish. Um, and it, it was out of being able to come up with a decent finish for titanium that is going to look that way with hard use, you know, as opposed to a highly polished finish, like one little scratch, one little grain of grit in your pocket and knife's got this big ugly scratch in it. You know, mm -hmm. if you get scratches on the most barked finished knives, it blends right in. That's one of the reasons why I came up with it. I mean, but it, I feel like it also leads to the to the tactile nature of the of the handle. I mean, it adds it certainly cosmetic, of, but it's grip. Yeah, I mean that's that's orange peel was sort of, I believe, along the same lines of like it, the original custom finish of just giving it giving it cosmetics, but certainly just giving it uh, a little bit of grip. Otherwise, and I feel like the bark finish certainly adds to the grip. I mean, I've held your knives with that finish; they're grippy. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> They're, they're grippy. No, but, uh, they are. They're grippy. John, tell us about that uh, that double-edged dagger you made over at Matt's place out of the uh, carbon fiber. What's the story with that? Oh, good question. Oh, that thing. That long, hard, pointy thing. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm looking at the video of it right now. <laughs> <laughs> that thing. That was... Uh, I was over Matt's house and he had some end cuts of some thick carbon fiber he had made and it was basically trash. 
And uh, I was up before he was one day, and I just went out to a shop and started grinding. And uh, that's what I came up with. And uh, after making a big mess of his shop with the carbon fiber. I can only uh, imagine the dust. It definitely gave off. Uh, definitely that's, happy about that's what that. happened. Hmm. I was all freehand, and uh, it was hmm. a lot of fun. It was just pretty cool to make. You know, it's so uh, how itchy were you after? Like, I do one scale, and I'm itching for like two days. Nah, I had a fan blowing everything away from me, so I was oh, pretty good. Every, everywhere else, oh, right. for the rest <laughs> of the hmm. What's the deal with the Area 51 you got tagged? Was that some kind of special material or something? Uh, nah, just joking around. Everybody was talking about the uh, that uh. You know, the rating of Area 51, they can't stop us all. I thought, you know, whoever's going to actually go do that has to be a complete idiot. So, And they need one of these. Yeah. 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 I was, it was just in the spirit of those jerks. <laughs> Un- undetectable carbon fiber short sword. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You could get that through TSA. Uh, is that a challenge? No. Um... <laughs> yes. Yes. We want pics. We want some pictures here. Nah, I mean, he, John. He, John's famous for getting shit through TSA. I don't know, yeah. man. By the way, John, I've uh, got my keeper through TSA ever since yeah, dude, I got. Dude, I have a bag full of keepers. It'd be like 50, 60 of them in my bag when I walk. It's just a keychain. Yep. That's all it is. I had a guy actually go through my bag at Portland, and he had it in his hand, and he put oh, it yeah. back. Yeah, they, yeah. He was it's like, "Ah, oh, it's really not. It's a. It's a." It's a keychain slash bottle opener is what it really is. I mean, what's great is, yeah. I mean, he looked through the entire bag, and the one pouch he didn't open was the one that had the uh, the knife in it. So that was oh, good. really, yeah. That's great. Diversionary <laughs> tactics. Yep, exactly. <laughs> I was like, please don't open that. Please don't. Open that. That's yep, great. got the. That's the second time. Got the black star through TSA. Pretty proud of myself. Yeah, I wouldn't advertise that too much. Uh, <laughs> you have any TSA yeah, listeners? Well, Probably when not. I, when never I, know. When I try to make, it didn't work. It's true. In, in Vegas, I try to I try to get on one of those little Mac Army, those like like one inch blade, the folders. Yeah, man, they smacked down on Nick. And they pulled me aside, and I was like, "Oh crap! I have like two eighths of weed in my bag." I was like, "Is that why they pulled me over?" Because I was told I could fly with you to Vegas. Well, I was told could... I could fly with this. No, I looked it up too. You could like you you are legally allowed to fly with two recreational yeah. states. Yeah. Uh, also, technically not. It's like LAX is fine with it. It depends on the airport, whatever. But that, they they pulled out the weed. They didn't say anything about the weed. They're so, like, this is not I, what we care about. Yeah, I was panicking, but then like uh, they they kept going through their bag, and I was like, they not they, they can't find it. No way, because I had like it was after shot show, so I had a bunch of like CNC samples out of brass and aluminum. I had like a lot of metal in my backpack because I couldn't put the, the extra weight in my luggage. So I mean, now it has to be for that. And I had that knife stuffed inside of a metal tube. Like a CNC metal, like thick metal tube, and I was like, "No way!" And then they found it. I was like, "That's that's insane." I was like, "Really?" Sh- I was pretty shocked that they found it. Yeah, it depends if they're probably looking or something. It it might have the size Nick, and shape. You look and stuff. guilty. That's all I gotta say. They, I mean, I, at that moment, he was also on shrooms too, so he was sweating. Oh yeah, I actually mentioned that on the podcast. Yeah, I was like, I was on shrooms going to the airport. It was. I definitely looked guilty. <laughs> he looked super sure. guilty. Um. No, but they all—they called like four people up to look at the monitor too. It's like, hey, come over, look at this. Look at, like I had so much metal in my backpack, I was like, ah, it'll probably cover it. And but not, nah, they found it. But they were all like so confused. They, they like they called up like four people, then they were all going through my bag. I was like, oh, there's so much shit in here. Uh, 
Well, of all the it. airports I've been to, Portland is the strictest about going through your luggage. For some reason. You think so? I don't know. When I talked to the yeah. TSA in Portland, I got, yeah, I got that, that Marfion dagger going, through there. I don't know. That's mm-hmm. because when they're going through Elijah's book bag or whatever it is, they think it's Weird Al Yankovic's kid. And That's they want to go see what he's got in it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm French Jesus. I'm French, no, French Jesus. I, oh, yeah, I was about to say, no, I coined French Jesus the other day. Yeah, that's pretty good. They're all like, oh, man, Weird Al's kid. We better uh, we better see what's in here. We get that Running With Scissors signed edition we've always been looking for. You never know. <laughs> you never know. No, the, the Portland guy, he's like, oh, no, because there's so many trade shows up there for Leatherman and Gerber and Benchmade. He's like, oh, yeah, we see knives all the time. I was like, all right. Yeah, and they take them all the time, too. He said that to That's me while I was sliding ever. a dagger through. He was like, yeah, I'm just checking. And I was like, all right, cool. And then I was like, on the other side, I'm like, okay, I just have a dagger. Like, this is great. Bad at this. It's not an actual dagger, though. It's like a little keychain, right? Yeah, sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Keychain. Just if anyone's listening, yeah, yeah keychain. No, I mean, it is a full size keychain. It's just a bottle opener and a and a keychain, and it's for knocking on doors, like really heavy doors. Yeah, for knocking, like, knocking on doors. Knocking on doors. Or like yeah, refrigerators. You can fly with screwdrivers and all these other things that yeah. could be used as a weapon, and then they get bent out of shape. Or if you have a a pen, a tactical pen, but you can fly with screwdrivers, yeah. tools, a bag full of tools. Well, that screwdriver is going to do more damage to anything or anybody than a pen. So, as an example, so you know, it depends who you're talking to there at TSA, and, and as long as you don't look like Nick, you're not going to have any problems. Right. As long as you look like, like a professional person, you know, yeah. not Russian and not a wizard. Hey, you're good. Yeah, I, not I, was, I was I was you know, dressed professionally. I had all my all my paperwork <laughs> ready. I was just on shrooms. Well, I get it. No, I, I get it, Nick. I they they it. didn't kick in until we made it to the gate, and then the the carpet was like a, a splash color, and I was like, "Oh my god!" The we went to go sit down, and Nick was like, "Uh, I, I think can't I look need, down here." Yeah, he's like, "I think I, I need can't some look water. down." We're like, "All right, yeah, that's cool. I'll, I'll get you a napkin, dude. You'll be all right." Like, I was fine. Like that. the one thing I feel, it's like never look at a floor that's multicolor. We walk in, and I'm like, "This is the worst place to be right now." <laughs> the floor is just a splash paint of color. <laughs> Oh boy, uh, John! You're, speaking you're of making a uh, color. Yeah. What about those uh, those powder coats? Oh man, what about those that copper vein powder coat? It's looking pretty good. Yeah, I'm gonna, I just picked up some silver vein and some pop and silver vein to try out. So where did you where did you get that at? Like Lowe's or something? Just Lowe's. <laughs> I mean, it looks really really good. I'm it looks not like telling you that I bought it at Eastwood Company. I am not telling you that. Okay. okay. Not telling us that. We'll always no, want no, the, the powder coating is a is a is a nice that's a nice new twist to the gray lineup. Yeah, it's different. It's fun. I'm ha- I'm pretty happy with the results. Yeah, that so cup looks great. It does. The so the powder coat it, it it bonds to aluminum, titanium, anything like that. Uh, pretty much bond to anything that you can. You know, you got to heat it up to a certain temperature. You know, certain things. You know, you might melt, but all metals. Hmm. Anything that could be statically charged. Correct. Oh, okay. it doesn't have to be a metal, but it has to be something that carries electricity, like, uh, like current of any kind. I'm 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 trying to wonder if like thunderstorm carbon might, because like 
it transfers electricity throughout it. Anything that could be charged. Carbon static. fiber. It, trust me, carbon. It'll it'll go to carbon fiber. Yeah, mm. like it, it doesn't have to. It just something like it can't be like an isolator essentially because they, they have to statically charge it to, so that little powder sticks onto it. Yeah, not fiberglass, but it'll stick to carbon fiber. That's pretty cool. All right, powder coating, coating of future, and it's like it's what's the Rockwell on powder coat? Does anybody know? It's pretty strong. Yeah, but it's not. It's it's not there. It's not where you think. I was. I took one of the knives that I made and I was stabbing it through the refrigerator today, and it, it'll come off it. Hmm. Okay. When you're stabbing metal on metal, but I mean, well, no, it it's not going to scratch it's, in your it's pocket. Pretty, is my point. It's pretty thick. So, like, it won't get to get through it. It has to be something that has to push on it hard. But because it's so thick, when you stab through things, there's a lot of drag. So that's why it comes off. Okay. Yeah. What I'm what I'm saying is it's comparable to like uh, like an anodized finish. If you uh, on a pocket knife, you have it and it like bumps against your keys, it's not going to scratch. Mm, uh, okay. The, the, the <laughs> copper main's pretty durable. Different ones okay. are probably more durable than others. Right. Yeah, exactly. The copper main looks weird, but like in my experience, it'll mar it. It won't scratch through it because it is thick. Like an anodized coating is actually hard. The powder coat's hard, but it'll more like leave like a mar thing. I mean, I've yeah. I've taken it off with abrasive, and you have to really go at it. Doesn't want to come off. You have right. to really go at it. So strong against pocket change. Got you. Yeah, I mean, it, I think it's sturdier than the than some of the ceramic coatings I've messed around with. Hmm. All right. We'll, we'll go. We'll go with strong, and we'll we'll pass. And and I'll Google the Rockwell later. Yeah. Speaking of ceramic, when are you gonna start making ceramic knives? Buy him a giant diamond. Buy, buy him a giant diamond wheel, and he'll do it. Just yeah. <laughs> Challenge accepted. Oh man, come on. Need diamonds. Totally possible. Yeah, it is. You want to buy a really it. expensive diamond wheel? No. I'd do no. that. I'd, I'd do it. You can buy diamond belts. Yeah. Oh, can you? Sure. Mm-hmm. Very, I'll fund the project. I've never really used them, though. They, they hold up well? You have to use them wet. Mm. Uh, I, thought, I thought about getting them for That's polishing. What stuff. What's that? I thought about using them for polishing, like for like final grits for polishing stuff, for like Damascus prep. Well, it depends what you're... Yeah, I mean, you could do it, but it, they need to be wet. Yeah, because I, 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 like, I have a bunch of grinder wheels that are diamond. They're great. Hmm. I mean, I have a lot of diamond stuff, but not a, a proper, not a way to really grind blades too easily with diamond. When you grind ceramic, it's cool, though, because I have the ceramic knife that I use to scribe my locks. It's like blue sparks. Uh, that's cool. Yeah, John, I mean, you're, that is cool, you're, Nick. You're making, you're all, you're making concealed uh, stuff right now, right? You're making uh, Scotch drinking straws. Is that right? No. <laughs> By the way, no. uh, I left no. mine at PVK and they sold it. <laughs> Did you leave it here? Yes. God, you, you leave shit it? here, it gets sold. Like I don't know what to tell you, man. God, like an entire collection at this point. Did you leave that here? I, I did. Yeah, I did. How do you know they sold it? How do you know Jeremiah sold it, actually? Because <laughs> if it's in the shop, it's going to get sold. I mean, that's what we do here, literally. So They, they sold my Vulcan. I, mean, I left yeah. my Vulcan on the table, and it got sold. You left it here. It doesn't have your name on it. Nobody knew it was yours. 
Uh, I was gone for like all of maybe two hours. Boom, gone, sold. I mean, <laughs> the you know it's turnaround. Speaking man. of Vegas, go. John, how how excited are you for Rayos? Uh, I'm looking forward to Rayos for sure. And Wait, Momo is Foku. That, is yeah, Rayos yeah. happening? Yes, Did you guys do Rayos last time? I've got yes. I've got a reservation for the first night I get there. Oh, I was going to ask, did you already make reses? Uh, otherwise, uh, I was going to jump on open I table. Do. I do I have know, quite a few reservations. Well, when he's making awesome. one, we're not going to be there. He's coming in early. Oh, I meant for I, US. No, no, no. The whole week. I'd the whole rather week. just go to Rayo's for, for the meatballs, you know? Yeah. No, that's... there yeah. is okay, but the meatballs... The are lasagna. Like, the lasagna is amazing. It's pronounced lasagna. Lasagna. Dust my wets. Lafia? <laughs> USN will be a blast. It's going to be a good show, as it is pretty much almost every year. Uh, we're going to go out and eat the meatballs at Rayo's and crack pies at Milk and something else so at Mama because it changed. It changes all the time, but it changed the last time we went there. Their menu. Yeah, their menu. have the uh, chicken and the pork bun sandwiches there at Mama Focus. They still got the pork buns. They still have the pork buns. Yeah. Yep. We had a delicious Chilean sea bass lunch there uh, not too long ago. Nuts. That was super good. That was really good. Yeah. So good. I'm glad I missed it. <laughs> it was not it wasn't that bad. Was eh, I was pretty impressed. Were you guys trying to get him to go to Vegas after, after Portland? Yeah, when Elijah came down after Northwest Handbuilt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For like all of what, two, three days? Uh. And then it I realized blur- my it was like a right it was a blurry four days I think, and then you were out I think on oh Friday God. morning. I'm 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 remembering things now that I had suppressed. That was pretty funny. I don't know why the hell you went to Vegas. I was like, you should just stay in Portland, and then you're like, oh, I guess I'll just go back to Portland. <laughs> uh, reasons, mm-hmm. Nick. You'll you'll hear that story one of these days. Reasons, reasons. Um, it I should had... it should be uh it should be fun. It should be a good year um, should... in Vegas. I was, I think it always is. Yeah, John, what uh what day are you flying in to Vegas? Looks like Wednesday night. Okay. Sounds good. Or I'll make sure. Night. I'll make sure and get some uh, some reses at, at uh, Mamafuku and Reyes. Yeah, second dinner. Oh yeah. Wow. I got some. Uh, I got a, quite a few actually reservations for leading up like the whole week, pretty much. So. Okay, so I, I don't got to do any of that stuff. You got to take care of. Cool. That's what I got from <laughs> yeah. that information. Essentially, yeah, it's all yeah. set. Dinner plans are taken care of. Oh yeah, back um, at it too. I like it, John. What uh, what's 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 the best way for anybody and everyone to get a hold of you if they want to get a hold of you on the social medias? You can always just call me, or if you want to look at stuff, you know, you can follow me on Instagram with John Gray Knives, or. Uh, you know, or uh, call me up, but my phone number's there on Instagram. You know, you can Google John Gray Knives. The uh, website's getting currently uh, redone. So, you know, you can check that out. What do you, what do you mean by apparently? It's being redone. Check it out. I didn't know you had a website. Yeah. I thought you just yeah, had to, like, know somebody that knows you that get one of your knives. John Gray Knives. I'm going to go check this out. The website's getting redone. It's getting redone. Google's. Google's the Google's the John Google's the John Gray. 
Uh, or come so John, to a show. I, when I'm there, at your place. Oh, shit, John, this is actually a pretty week. legit-looking website. <laughs> it's getting redone. We're going to have you back on the uh, the podcast, though, for a full-length, feature-length feature length, uh, interview. I don't know. I'll, I'll have to charge it. Yeah, this is a uh, this is just a taste for our listeners. Yeah, this is this is just the uh, this is just the the first of many John Gray uh, appearances on the on the Bladeology. Cool. Well, I'm gonna let you guys go, and you guys have a great night. All right. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. All right. Yeah. Thanks, John. John, I will call you tomorrow. All right, John. This that. site looks pretty legit. I gotta say. <laughs> Appreciate it, Nick. You have a good night. All right. All right. See we'll you talk to you soon. Well. See you in like three weeks. Bye. Hey, you want to hear a funny joke? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> John Gray, ladies and gentlemen, awesome to have him uh, on the cast. That was just a a quick drop in taste to get everyone uh, excited for our full length episode with him uh we'll be seeing him in vegas and uh elijah will be down there in a a few weeks possibly maybe working on something possibly shadow 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 clandestine weapons probably not should be seeing mr sasquatch himself in about two days less than 48 hours until sasquatch time all right so yeah we'll we'll catch up with him again obviously he's a he's a a good friend of the of the cast and, and everybody so we'll We'll keep him on as a regular personality. Um, I think we're going to keep this one tight this week. Uh, guys, is there anything else I'm leaving out? Mm, make sure to bring deodorant to Vegas. That's about it. All right. I like it. Elijah? Uh, and make sure to power I'm going to second that and uh, make sure and shower. Okay. You know? I mean, so shower. Nobody wants to be smelling that. Deodorant and uh, baby powder for balls. Baby powder. I'm gonna I'm gonna say don't forget to bring the two dollar bills. Uh, tipping is very important bills. in Vegas. Yeah. You know, the, the, as many two dollar bills as you, can, as you can bring. Them stripper stickers. Uh, That's the singles, Nick. We don't want them singles. No stripper stickers or two dollar bills. I thought. No, 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 no. That's the singles. We want. That's the plebeian. Uh, well, tipper. My life, is, my life has been a lie. It's been a lie this whole time, man. Everything I believe is... I've been saying for stickers ever since Portland. You will move on. All right. Uh, John will be back. We'll be back next week. Um, It's always a pleasure to ramble on to you fine people about knives and nonsense. I'm going to check out. This is Jeremiah Burbank. You can find me at my day job on Instagram at PVKVegas. Personal Instagram is PVKJare. It's uh, Nick Troopman, uh, NCC Knives. You can find me at Instagram at NCC Knives, NCC Knives at Yahoo.com, or NCCKnives.com. Nick Troopman out. And this is uh, Hamish Malays. You can find me at <laughs> on Instagram, Isham Bladeworks on Instagram, Isham Bladeworks at gmail.com, email. And my phone number is 202 697 8761. All right, Elijah. thanks everybody. We're uh, we're also just as a last note, we're working on launching a, a merch store, so stay tuned for that. And uh, all the proceeds go towards uh, mostly Us. just 
beer our, and our, our, our then eating. Our, our, our dinners at shows, essentially. Essentially, yeah. Thanks, everybody. Pay for our lasagna. It's lasagna. It's Lithuania. Retained austenite in your studio is like an extra stick of butter in your lasagna. Thanks again to our sponsor, LST Incorporated. <laughs>